Hi. Hi, it's Aaron. Um, I don't really know how to start this. I've tried a couple of times already this morning. Um, so this is uh, the um, this is my personal blog, my vlog. And in this one, I'm talking about the teacher, Bentinho Massaro. Um, I think it's really important we talk about him right now. <laughs> but before I start, this is just my opinion. Um, these are my, my experiences. These are my personal experiences. This is my blog. This is my vlog. These are my opinions. I'm not accusing anyone of anything. Um, if you want more information about anything I'm talking about, um, there's plenty of stuff out there. Um, please do your own research. Don't take my word for anything, you know? That's my disclaimer. I'm on my healing path. I'm on my healing journey. I have um, various what you could call mental health issues. Um, so, you know, like, please don't take anything I say too seriously. Just listen to yourself. Go and do your own research. So, Bentinho Massaro, I found out this morning when I woke up um, that he's blocked me on Instagram. <laughs> and uh, all I've done, all I've done... Uh, as far as I know, to uh, to make him block me or make one of his staff block me at least is that I shared a Rolling Stone article on my Instagram feed. Um, so an article dropped yesterday featuring uh, whistle whistleblowers who've come forward this year uh, in February uh, regarding alleged abuses. Um, sexual abuse, financial abuse of um, girlfriends, women, uh, followers um, and staff members. Um, of Bentinho Massaro. And um, to find that I've been blocked by him or by his account. I mean, it's him, isn't it? Whether it's operated by a staff member or not. To find that I've been blocked by him is somewhat weird. And I've actually got quite upset by it this morning as well. Because I have been still watching his um, posts. I've still been looking at his stories. I've been waiting to see if he's making any kind of like reasonable response to these whistleblower allegations, to deny them particularly, um, to express any kind of compassion, to explain himself in any kind of way, to even make excuses to say that, you know, to he's not... But what's actually happened is he's not directly until this article, he's not directly responded to any allegations made against him this year. And um, I've been watching his Instagram 
um, his posts and his stories waiting to see what would happen. And it's just a big fat nothing. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. A big fat nothing has happened. And <clears throat> so this um, Rolling Stone article came out and it's it's quite good, you know. Like it expands a little bit on the allegations that have already been made. It it, it broadens it. It broadens it a little bit, but not by much. I mean, I've learned far more by engaging those whistleblowers directly and their 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 social media posts. And there's a blog um, website as well that they've made. But the main thing with the Rolling Stone post is the reach, isn't it? You know, the reach that a publication like that has that is that it is mainstream um it sort of gives me a little bit of hope gives me a little bit of hope that some more people will hear some more of his followers will know because this is the thing there's so many of his followers don't even know these allegations against him even exist they don't know because he's not addressing it He's just being super vague. And um, he's... Uh, packaging it up like, you know, just another attack by people who want to... By egos or by people who want to undermine the mission, you know? Evil entities, service to self people, you know? And... Um, that's what happened to me in 2018 when people came forward to about him then in 2017 and 2018 there were allegations made against him and I thought I knew what those allegations were in retrospect I didn't um, I can see I didn't really know at all but because there was a PR campaign in response you know, and my attention was diverted. My attention was massaged in his favour. And, I mean, I didn't see him the same... I didn't ever see him the same after that. I I moved away. I kept my distance a little bit further away from him. I was a bit more wary of him. I could see that... Uh, he could be an asshole. I could see it. But he even kind of alluded to that at times. He kind of admitted to it at times. And so that I, I was convinced that he was still being authentic. I was convinced that he was walking his talk, that he was admitting that he was just a human and that he did have these things going on in his personality, you know? But he was always constantly massaging the attention of his followers, the people who who follow his teachings, to believe that although he admits that he has these tendencies inside of him, that he has complete control over them, that they do not define him in any way at all. Which is great, right? I mean, that's kind of an ideal we'd all like to aspire to in a lot of ways, you know? 
It's like, yes, I realise I have faults. I realise that I'm a messy human. But also I realise that I'm a divine child of God also. You know? And, well, I thought through his teachings, I the, the message I was getting was that over time I would gradually move into that, into that state of being, that it would be a new state of being. And I'm not denying that that won't happen for us in the future, you know. But it's not where we are. It's not where humans are at, at all. And so it seems neither is he. And this is what's blown my mind this year. Because um, I've had the fortune to find that I personally know one of the whistleblowers. And... I've known this person for over a year now and in that year neither of us ever met, spoke about him. Um, she may or may not have known that I was following his teachings but we never spoke about him and I never knew that she was in his inner circle and that she would become one of his whistleblowers. And... After a year of working with this, uh, with her, I don't know why I don't want to name her. I don't want to name her. It's fine. It doesn't matter who she is. Um, after a year of working with her, it suddenly came to light that there was some other reason why we were speaking, you know, that it wasn't just um, a coaching arrangement, that there was stuff I needed to know. You know, the universe lined it up. The universe was lining stuff up for me um, to come through um, my coach and for my coach to support me through it as well. And it's just been so very, very challenging because what she's now speaking about in public and what other whistleblowers are speaking about in public is that Bentinho Massaro allegedly does not behave the way he seems to behave in public. That behind the scenes, he's a monster, allegedly. Behind the scenes, he's just behaving like a child and making all these demands of all these people, making claims and abusing them, allegedly. And... um well, I mean, you just have to read the article. Go, re go read the article. Go listen to their stories. Listen to their YouTubes. Read their Instagram posts. Read their Instagram stories. It's all there. It's all out. And it's been out for two months now. And... In that, in that two months, I've had breakdown after breakdown after breakdown because of all of this. And I'm not saying he's damaged me, he's hurt me in any way. I mean, there's an, an element of that. I do feel misled by him as his follower. I feel like he misleads his followers. I feel like he misled me. But I do acknowledge my own part that I've played in this, you know that I engage these teachings as a, as a psychotic person. 
you know, but this is the human condition. We're all like this to some extent. We've all got our shit going on. We're all traumatised. It's my firm belief that most of humanity is traumatised. That we exist in a state of trauma, whether we know it or not. Many of us don't know it. Many, many of us don't know it. But it's like his teachings are, in a sense, almost irresponsible. We're not ready for them. But the biggest thing about this is that he does not walk his talk, apparently. That behind the scenes he is not that person. He is some kind of narcissistic egomaniac. And it's been so hard because I could never see it. You know, as, a, as an online internet follower, I never saw that. This carefully curated and crafted persona, online persona that he has. It's very slick, it's very clever. And um, I'm sure there's many people who still don't see through it. Because I wasn't seeing through it, really. You know? Neither was I. So for me, you know, it's been a breakdown after a breakdown after a breakdown. For I mean, it was already happening. It was already in process, in progress. My kind of bypassing that you could call bypassing I guess you know but in another sense I wasn't bypassing really because I knew I was ungrounded I know I'm ungrounded and I'm seeking to be grounded but whilst I'm still trying to ground into my body into my life healing from psychosis and all sorts of trauma depression and anxiety and personality disorder and autism and all of this stuff that's going on with me you know like I know I need to accept it I know I need to but on the other hand I've got this guy on the internet telling me and other teachers telling me too you know through enlightenment teachings that I am a child of God and I can reach these higher levels of consciousness and I've done that I have reached these higher levels of consciousness at times I have had these popping out experiences at times, but there's always this devastating return for me, you know, as a return. And for me, that's always been very, very difficult. And I, over time, I've come to realise that really I needed to embrace that, that I really needed to embrace this whole other side of me that I was, try, I was trying to escape through teachings through spirituality I didn't know I was trying to escape I was trying to heal you know it was innocent it's all innocent really in the end but here I am I'm trying to heal I'm trying to heal I'm trying to heal and something's not working you know something's desperately wrong and I'm just my my health is plummeting from around December I'm working with this lady and I'm like, what's wrong with me? What the fuck is wrong? What's going on? And 
you know, she's getting ready to come out and be a, be a, be a whistleblower herself, you know. So my spirituality was crumbling by the time she tell, told me. It was already crumbling. My relationship with my guides was crumbling. My relationship with guidance, with intuition was all crumbling. It just needed readdressing. I'm not saying anything about it was wrong. I'm not saying anything about it was bad. It's just that the surrender aspect of it wasn't really there, you know? That there was a deeper surrender needed to happen. A deeper surrender into, you know, my imperfections, my disorders, my mental health stuff, my trauma. I needed to address that stuff. I needed to address the trauma and it's still happening. I was crying my eyes out before I came on. <laughs> because he fucking blocked me on Instagram, you know? Like, it's like, oh, holy shit, why does this hurt, you know? Why does he need to block me? I just shared an article, you know? I've got like 30 followers. <laughs> this is how insecure this guy must be. It's incredible. And if you read the article about him, you know, he's actually responded. He, they, Rolling Stone... I mean, I think the article could have been written better, to be honest. I had to work a few things out. You know, I need tiny people to spell things out. That's just the way I am. But um, they clearly reached out for his comment, you know, in response to provide a balanced article, I guess. So that they can do their... Due diligence as journalists, I guess. Um, some of his responses are just massive red flags. I can't believe it. And I just am so shocked still. And I'm shocked at his responses. Some of his responses are lies. I know they are. He must know that he's lying. I can't believe this guy. You know, he's deny denying stuff that a couple of years ago I remember him talking about. And other things, he's just kind of this really gross, um, non-committal, not even a denial, um, saying things like, that's either untrue or I don't remember it. I do not recall, I do not recall, or it's untrue, something like that. Why, why would you answer questions in that way? And he uses this overly grandiose language at times, you know, and it's just so shocking. It really is so shocking for me. It's so shocking. I'm still dealing with it. I was following him for seven years. Or longer. And he's helped me so much. You know. And I am grateful. For that. But how much of it was ever real. You know.
how much of it was actually him helping me. Or was he just being a proxy for other teachers, for other teachings? Just repackaged, represented. You know, there's so much out there, but you have to do a bit of digging to find it, unfortunately. I wish there was this kind of library of Bentinho bullshit, but there isn't. It takes a little bit of digging to find it all. Um, but it's all out there, the things people are saying. And, uh, you know, it's all allegations at this point. I mean, right now I'm kind of in fear about whether anything will ever happen legally, whether justice will ever actually prevail legally on a, in a legal sense, because I think this man is a dangerous man in the making. Um, he's already He's already been destructive enough, you know? And it seems like there needs to be an intervention. And at the moment, like, he seems to be escaping any kind of intervention, really. Because he's just willing to block even people like me who share, <laughs> who share an article online. Like, I'm not a whistleblower. I was one of his followers, you know? And he's just, like, rejected me like that. He doesn't want to help me. He doesn't want to... Do you know what I mean? What, do you get what I'm saying? Like, there's this just this rejection aspect. I'm not causing trouble. I'm not trolling him. I'm not accusing him. I'm not... You know? How insecure must he be to block me or to have this policy whereby he's instructed his staff to block people like me? People with 30 followers. Um, you know, it's unbelievable. It's just made me really angry. I got really angry and I was in a state of disbelief because I was like, well, maybe there's something wrong with Instagram or I had to, I had to re I had to investigate whether or not he actually was blocked. And I am, I have been blocked. And then just this, I was like, I need to speak to, I need to talk about this. I've been wanting to reboot this podcast for so long. I recorded a podcast about 10 days, two weeks ago. I've even processed the audio. I've got it sounding great. It's ready to go. It's ready to publish. I just need to upload it. There's a video version, an audio version, and it's so nice, you know. I put a lot of work into it. And for some reason, I just couldn't get around to it, you know. I'm just dealing with my shit every day. And some days I can't create. Like, 80% of the time, I can't, cannot create at all. I'm just too busy dealing with my trauma on the daily I'm too busy dealing with my trauma to create and I've just got to this place where what's the fucking point in anything you know before this article came out
because This is what gets me about the spiritual community. Is the community is full of leaders, right? Just go on Facebook. There's millions of them. And, you know, like... Most of them are lovely people. Most of them are lovely most of them mean well. Most of them are helping people a lot. Genuinely helping people shift through their stuff. Helping people heal. You know? But has any of them addressed this issue with this man? I haven't seen anything. And I admit, you know, I've not been on Facebook. I've left Facebook. I've got sick of it. Partly for this kind of thing, you know. Is that when you talk about this stuff, the response from the community is utter bullshit. And the fact that these leaders, and there are many of them, claiming to be leaders, will not address this. This spiritual bypassing, the fact that there are abusers in the community... They just want to say, you know, we, we create our own reality and we do that, you know, everything's happening for us and it's never about the abuse, it's about you, you know, the follower. It's, you know, I mean, I've had that from someone I respected and I no longer respect them because of the response. It's never about the guru, you know. Like, fuck you. Of course it's about them. Yes, we're all learning lessons from life. We all are. We're all here creating our reality. We are, yeah. Does that give these people a free pass? You know, maybe the response is to stop them instead of just ignoring it all and waiting for it to go away. You know? Like, I've been there, I know that, and I'm not saying I'm any better than that. I'm not saying I've grown beyond that, that I'm now better than that. Like, I get it. We do create our own reality. There is, that aspect of us is here, is half of us, let's say. Half of us is God, children of God, creating our own reality, attracting law of attraction, all of that stuff, yes, that's great. But we're also humans, and that's not the way the human world works right now. It doesn't work that way. If we want abusers to stop, part half of the work is stopping them, you know? Half of the work is writing articles. Half of the work is speaking out against it. Half of the work is that stuff. And yeah, we still need to do our inner work. We do. We still do. We always did. We never knew we did. But we always did. It's nothing new. We just now know we need to do it. But in response to that new knowledge, we have this new knowledge. There's this whole spiritual world out there. This whole spiritual aspect, this creator aspect of us 
is there and we can engage that we can be that we can take part in that and we've jumped into that as if that's the only thing left for us I'm getting getting so angry about it because it's disempowering. That leap into empowerment ultimately is disempowering if you leave the human behind. You know? So turning around to a a community of traumatised people and telling them that their abusive guru is not about the guru, it's about them is in fact itself abusive. It's a denial of humanity. It's a denial of basic human decency. It's a denial of morality. It's bullshit. And we've got to stop it. And that's what's fired me this morning that's been setting me on fire for the last two months and I've been unable to actually publish my own words until I finally got blocked by the guy I want to speak out against, you know? And it's not just about him, it's about me. It's totally about me. This is me wanting to stop this, you know? That's my empowerment. And I'm not going out there forcing my way through it to anyone to think anything or do it, do anything. I'm not going out there to change other people's reality. I'm just speaking. <laughs> you know, and I'm scared. Why am I scared to speak? Was because it's assholes like that. Never about the guru. Fuck you. It's always about the guru. It's always about me as well. It's not one or the other and or, it's both. It's a relationship. Both sides have responsibility. Even the victim. That's that's a hard lesson. It's a hard spiritual lesson to learn that as a victim, I am partly responsible. On some reality, in some reality. But even in this reality, I can take responsibility to the way I've behaved in certain circumstances and the way things have gone south because of that. And I've ended up as a victim because of it. And there's some circumstances where I am completely innocent as a human, but where I can accept that there is some higher purpose for what I went through. Maybe. I don't know. It's beyond me. That's the whole point. I'm not supposed to really know that stuff. I'm a human, right? I can't go beyond what the collective is at right now. It's impossible. I can have pop-out experiences, but the universe says, nope, you're a human, get back down there. (laughs) Get back in there. Get back in the bucket. You're supposed to be with these people. You're supposed to be a human, right? We all get to look above the lid. We all get to climb up poke our heads above the rim and we'll go, oh my God, what's out there? That looks amazing. We all want to get out of the bucket, but we can't. We're all in the bucket together. We're all crabs, aren't we? Fighting each other. <laughs> That's something my coach said to me once. We are. But we're supposed to be in the bucket, right? 
We're supposed to do all of this raising our vibration all together. We're supposed to be helping each other, not escaping. Not denying, not blaming. So if the guru is an abuser and I'm in a relationship with the guru as a follower, a relationship is two parts. The guru is to blame. And so it seems this guru, Bentinho Massaro, it seems like he's a narcissist and it seems like he's a monster and he seems like he's an abuser. But also, I acknowledge that there's some greater aspect of him that is innocent, that is pure. Just as I acknowledge it with everyone. All of us humans, you know? We're all holy, we're all divine, we're all higher beings come to earth to change the world, you know? We've all done, we're all doing it. All of us. We're all star seeds, we're all earth angels, we're all wanderers we're all extra dimensionals we're all extraterrestrials we're all you know we've all come here to come and play on the playground called earth and play out this grand story where we all change the world and we ascend and we live in harmony and whatever happens in the future we get our star trek reality or we get our angelic reality or whatever it is that we actually want you know but for right now, for today, you know, for today, what am I today? I'm a human today. And today I want to do the work. I want to heal. I want to acknowledge my trauma. I want to acknowledge all of that. And I want to acknowledge that other people have played a part in that. That they've been my demons. They've been my abusers. They've, they've also come to this world and come here to fuck me up so I could learn. Right. Well, I didn't want... <laughs> it doesn't mean that I wanted any of that to happen in this life. I don't want to be abused. I don't want to be abused. I've just been abused for seven years by one man. It's just stopped happening. I'm still healing from that. I can see the benefits. I can see what gifts, what hidden gifts were in that experience. But it doesn't make anything he did right or beneficial, really, in this world. This kind of behaviour isn't wanted. It's not. We don't want this stuff. That's why we're here. We came here to say no, and, and, and at times we have to actually stand in front. We have to stand up and stand in front of the victims and say no to the abusers. We have to place ourselves between them. Like if someone was attacking my child, I would insert myself between them, you know? I wouldn't say, well, my child needs to attract a better reality. They haven't done their work yet. No. This is a false part of spirituality. It's false. It's like what we call the false light. In my opinion, all of this is my opinion. All of this is my personal rant, and I don't know where it's going, and I don't know where this podcast is going, and I don't know where this vlog is going, 
And all I can do is drag myself out of bed every day and try and get through the day right now. You know, I'm doing the work. I don't need spiritual people to come along and say, well, you know, you need to attract a better reality. I know, I fucking know. <laughs> I know. But in the meantime, I've got trauma coming up. I'm dealing with. I've got a human. <laughs> That's me. I'm that human. I've got inner child work to do, obviously, you know. So why can't we meet people where they're at? These teachings are for people that aren't traumatised, really. We're all traumatised on this planet. We all are. And it's my sincerest prayer that we all get to heal from that trauma. Because that's ascension. That's the shift. Just healing is enough. It's enough. It's enough. If we were all healed, if we could all face our own inner demons, our own inner darkness, and hold the darkness of others, to allow ourselves to be around traumatised people, to hold each other, there's all we need. That's all that that's all that's required. It's all I want. You know, Star Trek future would be great. You know, like whatever we can whatever we can possibly imagine is available to us. It's potentially there, yes. But we also need to get realistic about this and grounded and learn to hold each other through this hold each other's hands to just be able to witness someone else going through their shit I've been rejected enough times just for being traumatised that it's traumatised me again I have to say no to it but I need other people also to say no to it I need my friends to stop rejecting me also. And yes, that starts with me. It does start with me. But I am here in this reality with everyone else. It's all of us doing it together. So I have been ranting. <laughs> It feels good. Can I be brave enough to publish this? I wonder. Did I make a lot of sense or was I just going around in circles? I think I just have to let it be as it is. This is the way I express myself. And maybe in time I'll settle into something that will make sense. But for now, this recording serves as a reboot of my uh, podcast, my vlog. Um, if you've watched this far or listened this far, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, let, let me know what you think. 
if you've got any uh, questions or comments please let me know and um, if you want to follow this blog this podcast the website address is northsoulstar.com and there will be a link somewhere you'll be able to find to subscribe I will no longer be posting full length videos or audios on social media it will only be on YouTube and on my podcast platform and again you can find that on my website address northsoulstar.com or you'll be able to find me through my website erinnorth.com thank you bye